Welcome to the Effects Loop, I'm Diaz. And I'm Chris. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. This episode's brought to you by Westminster Effects. Woohoo. Yeah, we got a new sponsor. Well, we still got the we still got Stringjoy, but we've got another sponsor now. So check out Westminster Effects. They've got theologically sound pedals. And they're really cool because most of their uh, pedals are pretty funny, actually. They've got the Chick Delay. They've got the Osteen Distortion, which is absolutely hilarious. And uh, then they've got a bunch of uh, reformed like people, like Piper, what? like John Piper. He's, he's pretty big there, right? Martin Luther? It's like, where are you going with this? Oh, no, I was, I'm just being descriptive now. I'm really, like, you, he's like, it's, you're like, oh, gosh, oh, gosh, what is he going to say? What is he going to say? No, uh, but check them out. They, they make fantastic pedals. I actually just uh, got a Luther tap tremolo in this past nice. week, and that thing is sick. It's got, it's, it's got pretty much every type of tremolo sound you could ask for in a pedal. And I also, I've, I've had the Dually for quite a while now. And that's that's a fantastic overdrive pedal. Um, it's kind of like the uh, Royal uh, Tone Person pedal, you know, but you don't have to wait two years to get it. Because who's got you that know, type of time? I should have not sold my SD1 and sent it to him to mod. Yeah, they also do... Uh, Cody also owns nose pedals, too. And they do mods mm. and fun stuff there. Um, but yeah, check out Westmer, Westminster Effects. Go to westminstereffects.com. And uh, I'm pretty sure that's it. That is it. I'm currently on the website. <laughs> okay, good. Because that would have been <laughs> embarrassing. Do they have a bass preamp? Okay, I'm going to have to talk to Cody too. Uh, yeah, they've got fancy. I want, I want this uh, Geneva preamp because we use that for the uh, NAM video, which hopefully I'll get around to editing at some point whenever I can stop having stuff to do. Yeah, and they, they've been coming out with a lot of uh, cool stuff. They've got a dual reverb. They've got uh, a lot of dual pedals where they've got like their Edwards Overdrive. They've mm-hmm. got, you know, all these other like the Dually is two Edwards Overdrives. They got the E89, which is an Edwards, and another pedal, which I can't remember. But uh, they've got a lot of fantastic stuff. So go check them out. Does he own a guitar shop, too? I don't think so. Okay. Lyman Guitar. Oh, no, he partners with them, though. Oh, okay. He, Yeah. No, because they're the same. They're the guitar people who are always in the booth. Mm. Yeah, that makes more sense now. Yeah, you're getting get back in here, Chris. Getting getting educated. Yeah, no, that's so that's it. So, uh, thanks Westminster for sponsoring this episode, and uh, I think we've got some cool pedals heading our way. We're both getting. Uh, we both have some Osteen distortions on order. Fun. So those are gonna be a lot of fun. All right. So we'll move on to uh, what's new. Chris, anything new this week? Um, what happened? This He has a... Okay, I'm getting very distracted on his website. I might have a bunch of shit new uh, next week. Hey, hey, watch your I, language. Uh... It's a Westminster episode. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't go one minute? Nope. <laughs> I have a lot of stuff that might be on the way. Stuff. The, where'd you go? Shopping crazy? Did you did you shop on Ambien again? I told you to cut that out. That's not go good. to Wish and get a bunch like two hundred <laughs> things for five dollars. Yeah. Listen, I can't do Wish if I'm in any sort of inebriated state. That's not not good. That's how we I end should, up with uh, goofy guitar stuff. If, if we got any money left from Nam, we should get a uh, whatever the cheapest guitar is off of Wish. Oh my gosh, we'll, we'll get it. Just see how horrible it is. We'll get it next year. Or how year. good it is. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have That's to. I'll have to look into that. All but right. yeah, no. I if anything, I've sold a bunch of stuff again. I'm actually getting rid of my vintage ten Ibanez ten series pedals. Are so, you getting into the ten series stuff too? Wait, wait. What? It's I, no the seven series. There's the seven series. Is what uh, 
Justin Porter is into this ten series so. was what Josh Scott got into pretty heavy there for a while, right? Yeah. So Josh Scott, if you want some more, uh, hit me up, and that way I don't have to break up the group. <laughs> oh no, no. Well, Josh, Josh's thing is I know he usually like <clears throat> he'll wheel and deal for c- different series at a time. I'm trying to think what the last thing he went. Oh, the Behringer s- stuff. He uh-huh. went real big on that series. Uh, no, Sean Pierce Johnson bought uh, the Session Man. The Session Man, which is kind of from that the ten series, but kind of not. Is that same housing? But same housing, but wasn't it a lot later on? Or like not a lot later on, but it wasn't. It wasn't a ten either, was it? Yeah, it wasn't a ten. They had a lot of one off, so I'm guessing that's kind of like the when you see a TS nine or something in a little bit different housing, but it's not quite. Yeah, a TS9. It's something like they threw a tremolo in it or something. I don't know, but yeah. Okay. That's all I've been doing is trying to get rid of that stuff. But uh, what's new with you? I got a couple. So I said I got the Luther trim. Um, I did kind of a trade slash cash deal for that, and uh, it's it's a great pedal. I was, I think the guy posted it in Westminster uh, group. For because the, they've got a podcast as well, which you should check out, uh, the Doxology podcast. And um, I was like, "Man, would you do like a trade?" Because I was just like testing the waters. And then, like, I think like a week later, he messaged me. He's like, "Man, actually, I, I would." He's like, "I'm looking for delays and reverbs." I'm like, "Man, I've got everything but delays and reverbs." I was like, "I got the Terra Echo." So we worked out a deal. I got rid of the Terra Echo mm. for the Luther Trim. But also, I'm pretty sure I could lowball pretty good on a Terra Echo and sweep one up if I wanted to get one back. Right. The Luther trim, not so much. Um, True. And then I also got a Psychotropia from Yellow Cake Pedals. Oh, fun. Yes. That, Is that actually, your first uh, Yellow Cake pedal? No, I've got the Solid Gold. This is my first pedal actually buying from them. Oh. Because it's always cute. one of those, like, I, uh, Ryan's great. He's a mm. great, I mean, just fantastic guy. And I found a solid gold on reverb for dirt cheap and I picked it up and I was like, man, it's always like one of those things you want to like buy from all of your friends, but Mm -hmm. that's not how money works, sadly. (laughs) Um, But so it's always cool because you get the pedal and you can still add like I can still like tag them and people see the pedal in use and do all that to try to help. But, you know, it doesn't put food on the table. So I was like, Mm -hmm. man, I was like, I'm going to get a psychotropia. And I actually did a really cool, like, short video on Instagram. I was actually kind of proud of that. I did all the music in that. And I, I almost every instrument, every instrument besides the drums had the Psychotropia on it. So it's kind of like this weird, I could give you, like, the technical, what it does. It does the, the best way to describe it, though, is it does that weird, like, dial-up sounding thing on the, uh, end of the solo for show me how to live by audio slave hmm. so if you know what that sound is that's what this does so it's really cool it just it's one of those things i would church it's not gonna get used no way i don't know how i could <laughs> i could i mean i could find a way to put it in but it like what need to be actually the church i played at this last week there's a song we did it was, it's called still by like amanda cook and it's got this really cool I mean, as close to like Christian and industrial as I think any church song would get, like right. any praise and worship song, but it had this like really cool feel and the whole, I mean, there's not a lot of guitar in it. I was just kind of making noise, doing like swells and stuff. And the worship leader was enjoying that. So I was like, Oh, I'll, I'll keep doing that. It, it might've fit in there. It'd have been pretty cool. Um, but it would be great for like a good band that makes just a crazy noise. Mm-hmm. Like if you're one of the, like I think not I mean shoegaze would be kind of that or maybe even like a cool doom sound. I it's I mean I but I haven't even dug into all that it can do. I need to spend more time with it. Brian. Sounds like another video in the works. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been like doing a real big push on the Instagram trying to change up the format and trying to get a more consistent format. So I'm good. Go on Instagram, and uh, if you like what what's going on, let us know. So it always helps us. Uh, we kind of went over our big hurdle that I felt that we hit was like the 500 mark on our followers on Instagram. So 
if you're if you're not following us, go do that, and you'll make me feel better about myself. So that's the effects loop on Instagram or at the effects loop. Do you have to say the at? Uh, sometimes getting... it's good in case somebody's new to it. Who's new to Instagram? I feel like you, people now are born with an Instagram account. Never know. That's kind of interesting. I but I'm get, I'm becoming old. My my middle child today. I said that I was stoked, and he's like, "Did you just say stoked?" I'm like, "Yeah, I was stoked." He's like, "That's not cool." I'm like, "Oh my gosh." <laughs> I didn't know we weren't allowed to say stoked anymore. Apparently. Well, I never now, said it, so... Uh... How did you never say it? That's like the greatest word ever. It's like the mm. greatest way to explain that you're very, very, very excited. It's not like you can say, dude, I'm like so excited about that. It sounds weird. Just be like, dude, I'm stoked. Say it, Chris. I just let it flow off your tongue. I can't do it. Ah, all right. So in gear news this week, uh, Joe Bonamassa reveals a transparent Fender twin amp made of lucite on Instagram. So wait, if it's a transparent amp, can you not hear it? No, I, it, single it, chain. No. All right. No? So no. All right. So here's my question. What does it sound like? Because I could imagine that. It would not sound super fantastic, but I don't see Joe Bonamassa doing something like this and it not sounding good. I mean, it's probably more sturdy than a wood cabinet. I don't care about sturdy, but you would think that the wood would like do something with the sound. I mean, I would imagine it being maybe a little more bassy just because it's a denser material. That that would be my only. Do you think it's heavier? Definitely, because I think... <coughs> Lucite's probably... supposed to be pretty heavy, right? Yeah. It's like people talk about the guitars, the Lucite guitars. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, but they're so heavy. Exactly. <gasps> I actually want a Lucite guitar to be my urn. I want to be cremated and put <laughs> inside a guitar. I'm not even kidding. Dude, Jess will not respect my my final wishes for my body. Then uh, just write me into the will... Give me yes. the guitars and I'll make sure it happens. Chris is Chris is the executor <laughs> of my estate. No, sorry. So listen, this is the, when I die. So everyone talks about their funeral, right? I actually just mm-hmm. went to a funeral uh, yesterday, so it's it's like one of those kind of fresh in your mind things. So everyone thinks about when they die and what they want, kind of kind of what they want done at their funeral. You know, everyone wants people to be there, and then like some people are like I want this song to be played, but my funeral is going to be epic. Three days. Listen, hear me out. <laughs> Day one. Okay. Kumbaya, beach, acoustic guitars, everyone hanging out, talking about great times with Diaz, playing songs, fun stuff. Tears may be shed. I'm not one. I, you know, I'm not going to be there to make sure it happens, but I would like to think it's going to happen. <laughs> All right, day two, club, party, hardcore, EDM, drugs, people going nuts, insanity, just like the spirit of Diaz like just going crazy everyone's having fun <clears throat> going nuts alright day three ACDC tribute band <laughs> the guy who plays Angus comes out with an SG made of lucite clear ashes in it Every, he plays it does a whole concert so, you know they, they do the entire uh, live at Donington set list top to bottom okay it's fantastic then they give my wife the guitar and that's it and we all go home well i mean i guess i'll go home too in the <laughs> guitar but but jess has a problem with this i don't know why hmm. huh well we'll see maybe i'll write someone in my will if you're willing to respect my last wishes and make this happen <laughs> email the effects loop at gmail.com uh. <laughs> uh but okay so <laughs> back on topic uh, it looks really cool. I'll give them that because it's got the frosted front, and I think it looks really neat. Um, let's see. So he said it's the first and possibly only one, maybe because it sounds bad. But I mean, I don't know anybody that would just be like, "Hey, let me th- throw an amp in a clear box 
unless they were doing it on purpose. Oh, there's audio on this, but it's going to blow my ears out if I try to listen to it really quick. I'm just going to pretend it sucks. All right, we're going to move on to the next <laughs> thing on the list. So uh, Scott would be very happy because we're actually going to talk about something that, well, I don't know if he'd be happy with the sound, but it's a, we're going to talk about a virtual amp and effects plugin, um, Neural DSP Archetype Nolly. So Neural DSP is the company, and they've got uh, it's called Architect Archetype Nolly Virtual Amp and Effect. So it's a really cool plugin um, that they have, and so it's got amps, mics, cabs, different stuff, and it just sounds really cool. You've got to go check it out and listen to it because it's really like a real heavy, like gent sound. Is I mean that's what they're shooting for, and but it just sounds really cool so um they designed it with uh adam Gitgood, also known as nolly he was a former guitarist with periphery or is it periphery periphery i don't know why i said periphery i need to learn how to read these are all bands that i haven't heard of so periphery is like a modern metal band that would be i've hard. heard i've heard of them but i thought it sounded really cool did you listen to it at all i'm currently listening to it now but clean sounds actually sound pretty good. The clean so. sounds were really cool too. But and then he hits the metal stuff, and it actually sounds. I like the sound of it. I yeah. think I think it's really cool. It's like definitely one of those things that'll be really fun. Even though I'd never use it live, because I just don't play that style live. It's always mm-hmm. fun to just like play the super heavy metal stuff while you're at the house. Oh, definitely. Sometimes, sometimes you just need to play old school Metallica riffs mm-hmm. and just shred <laughs> and have fun. So, all right, uh, we'll move on to the next. The next item on the list, Bob. Will's this is favorite thing. Will's the Will Will Lehu signature. No, I'm just kidding. So PRS <laughs> John Mayer Silver. So I I was looking at this article and I the thing that caught my eye was just the amazing so much sarcasm in the title or in the headline. PRS John Mayer Silver Sky Relic. Only four hundred dollars more than a standard version. All right, so P- PRS came out with the aged, custom-aged John Mayer signature. Um, the one we're seeing is the red, and it's it's relict, okay? So I thought it was kind of interesting because that's a lot of damage that could have only happened within, like, what, two years? Or if a that. year. If that. This just So you, like, at least whenever, like, I got my relic strat style, I mean... It could have been from the you know seventies or sixties or whatever. This is there's, it's it's just ridiculous. It's not a bad relic. No, it's, it's definitely goof, one of the better. It's uh, a goofy concept maples. though. The guitar hasn't been the guitar itself hasn't been around that long. I, I don't like it. Like I mean I I don't I just I don't. When's the last time you saw a relic PRS in general? Uh, I think the last, um, I think, honestly, I think it says that one of the only, uh, this is the, he says the only battered famous PRS that he knows of. So famous is the Casper guitar. Uh, That's what that was. Yeah. So I don't think that, uh, PRS is really known for it, but the best part. So this is the one thing that I will play devil's advocate on it's four hundred dollars more for the relic and everyone's gonna be like you pay four hundred dollars just to have someone beat it up well i mean it's more labor it really is um because you know one guitar you you paint it and it's done the other one you still got more crap to do to it so Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's four hundred dollars i mean it's not really i mean you'd think it's not that much more labor, but it might be I'm not saying it would be exactly $400 worth of labor because no. everything has a markup. It's just how it is because every business is in the business of making money. Um, are they, they should be. That's what the point of being in business is, is to make money. I'm not sure if Michael Scott paper company will agree with that. Well, Let's, I mean, 
he did okay for himself, so I ain't gonna say nothing bad about him. <laughs> he got a million, a multi-million dollar settlement. All right, we're gonna move on. This next product that was the most like I was like dry trade. I'm gonna see how dry of a transition. It's like having uh, Ron Swanson. All right, next item of business. Um, this is the item I call too little, too late. The Hall of Fame two X four. Yeah, that was gonna be the thing I was gonna ask you when I saw this. Was has this really not been done yet? It hasn't, and it is way too late. Yes. There are too many other reverbs that are a smaller for. So my biggest, biggest issue with the TC Electronic pedals, when it comes to the X4, is they're too freaking big. Yes. They're gargantuan. And they don't. So one thing that they did do on the X4 is apparently it is able to receive MIDI command to change presets. But number one, there's so there's eight presets. The issue is to change banks, you have to flip a little switch that you'll have to bend over and flip. So, I mean, it's kind of annoying. I, I really don't like having to adjust pedals that much in the middle of a set. No. Um, so that would be slightly annoying to have to switch to the other bank to get the reverb sound you want. And also, it's so darn big. Is there at least a looper or anything on this? Or nope. anything special? The, what are these little, like, Wi-Fi... That's the mash. ...signal thing. Do you not all know what the mash is? So uh, the mash is the... Is that supposed to, like, that's the pressure. Yeah, it's the pressure-sensitive, where it's almost like a pressure-sensitive expression. So that is pretty cool. Yeah. And it's stereo, so that's kind of cool. I just, it's just so dang big. Has a dry. No, oh, I guess that's cool. You can either have the buffer or no buffer, or, and the, you can do the kill dry on and off. Yeah. So if you're switching, or if you're turning it Ooh. off, it can either keep going or. Yeah. I don't know if I like that though. Yep. I say. Yeah. Nice try, and it's two hundred fifty bucks. <clears throat> well, that's not horrible. Two fifty is not horrible. Mm, I think two. No. I think two fifty makes it a little bit more reasonable. How likely are you to recommend TC Electronics to a friend of a friend or colleague? Four. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the scale is. It's so either one four. to ten. Oh yeah, four. Well, your feedback was highly appreciated. Did you really f give him feedback? <laughs> yes. <clears throat> oh, wow. All right. So, now, last thing on the list, we've got Catalan Bread Topanga 2 Limited Edition. So, this is really cool. The Topanga, uh, Ryan over at 60 Cycle Hum absolutely loves this pedal. And it is <clears throat> of killer spring reverb. So, they mm -hmm. add it. Uh, what? Uh, no. So was this one of the only ones that he really loved because it had the most drip, or am I thinking of a different one? No, this is it. This is like okay. the drip, and they actually added a plus mode, um, <clears throat> and you can get more drip. It's uh, I don't know. It, it looks insane. Two hundred nineteen bucks. It I I might want to get one to play with. I like a I like a nice drippy reverb too. I I I would listen to a, a lot of like uh, ventures and stuff growing up. Mm -hmm. I love messing around with that sound every once in a while. Do you use even any drippy reverb, Chris? Nope. I'm I'm sitting here watching the the video, which like I don't I don't get it. I mean I get it for I the style, but outside of that, I just, I just oh yeah, that's it. totally a one trick. Yes. Like, <laughs> Like, well, I mean, you could dial it back. I'm sure you can get a cool spring reverb sound that's not bad. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of blues players that use, I mean, they, they just, they really show off the drip, though. If yeah. you do, if you were to turn it back, you could get a really cool, like, I mean, some of the country players, because that's the amps they use. They use Fender amps. True. In general, I've never liked spring reverbs, though. 
the John Mayer uh, pack that comes from Tone Junkies always has a spring reverb. I think that's probably his main type of reverb. I think it's really good for like a bluesy sound. Wow, that was loud. Sorry, I just what? got a notification. Uh, just, I thought you were talking about my cat that's currently jumping yeah, from box to box. Yeah, I'm talking about the cat. That's what I was talking about <laughs> the whole time. All right, so uh, let's see. This week for topics, so I, I went in our little chat with the uh, – <clears throat> well, in, in the chat room. That's what we call it. For our Patreon supporters, which you can go to patreon.com slash the effects loop. Give us money. Get in the chat. Get in the free stickers. Yeah. Get some free stickers and stuff and things. And you get to find out stuff about the episode because we do stuff like this where we ask you to tell us what to talk about. Um, So Jason gave me a list of things. I was so I I was having like I've had a rough week and I was at work today and I was just so, so ticked off. So I went in the group and I was like, I am. What did I say? Because I like. I said, I'm in a pissed off, foul and furious mood today. Give me something to rant about. Chris said, current P&W music versus circa 2005 music. Uh, new stuff needs to stop going so synthy. I, mean, I hate the synths. It's driving me nuts. Synth and ambient or just the synth? Uh, just the synth. Ambient doesn't bother me that much. Interesting. Really? I just I don't know. So at the church I, I played at the church I played at this past week, it was they did like the full tracks and everything, like big mm-hmm. production style. And it was a lot of fun. It was really cool. Um and uh but like a lot of the lead lines it was really weird because the guitar and the synth blend so much together on these things. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's I don't know. It makes it was just I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like the synth so much. Yeah, that's how I feel about that. But Jason gave me a really fun list though too. All right, so apparently I'm supposed to rant about Metallica. There are plenty of options there. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna rant about Metallica that much. I like Metallica. I will, I like Metallica, everything before Rob joined the band. I think Rob does a good job, uh, but I, I don't like. I don't like the music they've been putting out like death magnetic and all that. I didn't care oh, for it yeah, too much. Stuff, no. Yeah. Anything death Man- magnetic and on, um, I didn't mind St. Anger. That's actually, I'm kind of in the minority there. I actually liked St. Anger as an album. I felt it was kind it was like Metallica trying to be, trying to be new metal and I kind of enjoyed it, hmm. but I was also really big into new metal. Like, uh, the right now it's, I guess really fun to make fun of Limp Bizkit. And I'm over here the whole time just like, dude, I actually love Limp Bizkit. Like, <laughs> like, Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavor Water is one of my favorite albums ever. I got that album uh, when I was in, like, sixth grade. Mm-hmm. So it was really in, like, an impression- impressionable time in my life. That and then another album I got right about that time that I absolutely love is uh, Alien Ant Farm Anthology. Which is top to bottom one of the best albums ever written. Did you ever listen to Alien Ant Farm, Chris? Never even heard of them. I'm going to have to send you some cool stuff, and you're going to have to get on the Alien Ant Farm train with me. Okay. And then, uh, <laughs> what was I complaining about? Like, oh, the like, uh, new metal Limp Bizkit. Um, but Metallica, uh, I like a lot of their old stuff. Uh, some of um, Kill Em All was a pretty good album. My favorite album would probably have to be Ride the Lightning. Um I don't know. I could I could go on about Metallica. I actually I actually qu- quite enjoy Metallica a lot. I don't listen to them that much anymore, but they were just in that like time of my life. Like right when I was learning how to play guitar and everything, it was a lot of fun. Like I remember le- being able to nail Master of Puppets finally and just being ecstatic. I actually played Metallica in my high school cafeteria for the Great American Teach-In. We played Fuel by Metallica. We So, do, do you guys have the Great American Teach-In? Nope. All right, so the Great American Teach-In was, like, two days out of the year. They do, like, day one, day two. So, mm-hmm. like, two days, um, what they would do is they'd bring in 
professionals and they would teach you about what they do for a living. And Miss Morris had a husband. His name was or yeah, Jim Morris. Jim Morris owns Morris Sound in Tampa, Florida. Uh, they've rec- they recorded bands like uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, Iced Earth, um, which is the band that, uh, what's it, Ripper Owens? Is it Tim Ripper Owens? I can't remember. Um, but uh, he uh, was in that band, so it was really cool, and we got to play a bunch of songs. And our high school had a band that was led by a teacher named Mr. Ash, and we were called Ash in the Holes. And and every year he would pick a new band pretty much. Uh So if you got to come back, it was like a real big honor. Um, Even getting picked was really cool. My brother was in it. I was in it. My stepbrother Gary was in it. Like there was a bunch of people. And every year they do really cool. We do like really cool set lists and everything that we got to pick and he would sing. So he did fuel and we did it in our high school cafeteria for the great American teacher. And that was pretty neat. Hmm. Um, so that's my Metallica rant, which wasn't really a rant. I've calmed down since I posted that, but it's still fun stuff to talk about. Um, Phil and Phil and Selmo being a douche. Phil and Selmo is a total douchebag if I've ever seen one in my life and I can't stand him. Do you know who that is, Chris? No, I was going to say for the kids at home, tell us who that is. He was the lead singer of Pantera. So, and then there's, I, I don't know the, my dogs are going nuts. I don't know if that's picking up a little bit. Yep. Yep. There it is. All right. But he (laughs) was uh, the lead singer for Pantera um, and when there's a whole lot of stuff that I, I'm not really familiar enough to actually like say is like the truth, but, uh, pretty much there's a lot of drama between Phil and the Abbott brothers dime bag. Uh, and I can't remember his name, the drummer, Vinnie Paul. Um, and I guess like, cause he, they went and did damage plan, which was the band after Pantera. And I, I think, I think Phil was like on a, like just on a downward spiral on drugs and everything. I know he had like spinal surgery. It was kind of crazy. And, uh, then Dimebag Daryl got shot and there's just a whole bunch of drama that just kind of stayed around that. But the problem is, is Phil and Selma never helped it. He was just a real big douchebag. Um, the lack of Kemper computer integration. So one of the biggest complaints with the Kemper is that there's no computer integrated software that like you can control things. They've got the rig manager, which helps you organize your uh, performances. You can download different profiles, stuff like that. It helps you organize all that. That's all it is, is an organizational system. So, but they teased at... I don't know if it was, I think it was last summer, Nam. They teased the editor, which we were all really excited about, and we still don't have it. Um, or maybe it was winter, Nam. They teased it. I think it was last summer, Nam. But everyone's been waiting around for it. They want the editing software. They just released the stage, so everyone thinks it's right behind, but they've got a lot of things to fix with the stage. Uh, people have been having some technical issues some actual hardware issues so because i was gonna i was thinking about getting one but not anymore not till that version two comes out or until yeah something they've got to fix it because there's like people have knobs breaking leds already going bad they've got switches breaking stuff like that so all that and we still don't even have an editor and let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. Worst customer stories. Uh, and I'm pretty sure he means at Burger King. So if you don't know, I'm actually a training manager for Burger King. Maybe I shouldn't say where I work. Will is going to come find you now. Yeah. No, no. Um, yeah. Let's see. Worst customer stories. 
So, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off the stories with this. Um, one of the biggest things that people don't realize is that when you enter a drive-through, as soon as you enter, you put us on a timer. So, as employees, we're timed. Corporate rates us on this. This is, I mean, my I my I have bonus that depends on this. Like I have money in this, and that's that's pretty much like all day. All we're trying to do is keep the timer down. That's that's pretty much the goal every day. Um, and so a lot of my bad customer stories come from them messing with the timer or being silly. I had one guy one time. Um, let's see. I had a guy one time come to the drive through. He, you know, ordered his food, got his food and our timer's still going and he's just sitting in the drive through and our goal is two minutes and 45 seconds. Burger King was rated the fastest drive through in the United States. We actually beat Chick-fil-A last year. No. Um, we actually did. Believe it or not, we did. <laughs> um, that's because we have less customers. But, and I mean, they'll, they'll still beat us. They'll always beat us. They've got the Lord on their side. You can't argue with that. Um, but they... Uh, this guy pulls up, he orders, gets his food and everything, and he just starts eating in the drive-thru. Sitting there, timer's still going, sitting at the window, just eating. Like, and I waited like 30 seconds, like maybe he's just trying it out. No, like, dude, homeboy's just like eating his whole meal. So I opened the window, I'm like, hey man, I was like, do you mind like pulling off into the parking spot or something? I said, you know, like we're on a timer. And we said, man, he just goes, man, F you, and threw his food towards me and drove off. Okay. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of times we're just left dumbfounded. I had one guy one time threaten to kill me because I asked for his coupon. Um that was that was interesting. Uh I had to call the cops on a lady one time and have her escorted off the premises. Um I was actually at Pizza Hut when that happened. Uh a lady came in, said we messed up her pizza and at pizza hut at the time every time you ordered we put a phone number in you Uh had to have a phone number so like if you had like a block phone number like you we'd usually call it back to make sure your phone number was legit that's just for that was just for the safety of the drivers and everything like that or you know just to make sure that you know you're actually going to come get the food you order 20 pizzas and from a private number like and we're not stupid but um so i asked the lady i said well what's the phone number because we kept all of our credits under the notes in there and she couldn't give me a phone number that would pull up. I said, well, what's the number you called from? I said, because we just pulled the number off the caller ID. And she started, like, yelling and screaming. And I told her, she's like, are you going to re- remake my food or what? I'm like, no, like, you, you'd never ordered from us. I have no way of ever seeing that you've ordered. And she started screaming. I told her I'd call the police. She goes, call the police. And we were, like, slammed on a Friday night. So the police come in, and she tells them the whole story. He looks at me. He goes, so what are you going to do? I said, Nothing. He turns to her and he goes, all right, time to leave lady. And just took her outside. <laughs> and, and, um, I had, I got a note, I got a restraining order on her so she couldn't come back to the premises or it's a, a no trespass order. It was great. People are nuts, man. Apparently. I, dude, like people, that, people don't even know the stuff that we get yelled at for stuff. That's like not even our fault. Like people just, and people just have the like craziest requests. And they get mad at us when we can't accommodate it. Like I have, I had one lady one time get mad because she wanted us to make her burger wrapped in the lettuce. And I explained to her that our lettuce became pre-cut mm-hmm. and that we, we could, I said, we could put it in a bowl. She goes, well, how am I supposed to eat it? I said, I said, well, we give you a fork and knife. She goes, I don't want a salad. I was like, I was like, we don't have lettuce to wrap it. She goes, why not? I said, because it comes pre-cut, like I'm like trying to explain. Like the, We're not that's the five f- guys. That's that's the first thing I said. We used to cut our lettuce. We cut our lettuce. Uh, we stopped cutting our lettuce about two years ago, and it was like the greatest thing ever. Because honestly, the problem is, is if you got you got people making like almost minimum wage in there, cutting the lettuce every day, mm-hmm. they don't care. At least with the stuff that we get, it's consistent. It's like all squares because that's what they want is squares. Right. And like. It's like, it's so much easier and, it, and it's less for us to do. It's great. And but that lady got so mad. I I just don't understand. The thing that always drives me nuts is the people who freak out over things that like we have no control over. 
like someone yelling at me because of the price of something. And I'm like, I had to tell someone one time, like, dude, I don't make the prices. I just enforce them. Like, I don't like, I don't know what to tell you. Hmm. Have you ever worked in food before? No, I was actually thinking about that oh earlier. I have skipped the food industry Stay retail out of it. Stay help out desk. of it. I have skipped oh all gosh. of those parts of my career. If <laughs> my experience, <laughs> my goal is to get out of the restaurant and like become like a area manager, uh-huh. which I'm like, I mean, I'm on track to do that. Um, but they, uh, man, if I ever leave Burger King, I'm not doing food. Or like service ever again. I'm gonna be I'm just gonna I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't see that. Uh you said uh food industry just stops, so I heard you say. I'll stop working in the food industry. Oh. <laughs> what do you think I said? I don't know. I, I was I got an email about a job interview, so I got distracted. Uh I thought I heard you say like if the food industry just like stopped being a thing. I was like, that that's I don't see that happening. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> That'd make me happy. Well, kind of. Not Everything really. just made by robots. You can manage robots in the future. D- that's part of my job is being a maintenance man now. <laughs> that's what it seems like. So whack the robot on the head a couple of times. You can actually do that now. There you go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Let's pull out on s- Solo on it. And just- <laughs> I, I, my favorite favorite thing ever is... <laughs> I had a, there's a guy that worked at, so I took, I took, just recently took over another store about two months ago and there was a kid that used to work there and I used to fill in that store. So I, I worked with the kid quite a bit and he was really nice, really nice kid, worked hard. And so I saw him and, and I was like, I was like, man, why'd you quit? He says, he's like, oh, the old manager called me stupid. I said, what? I said, he called you stupid. He goes, yeah, he came up to me and asked and said, what are you stupid? I said, hold on. Said he didn't call you stupid. He just asked you if you were stupid. I said, I said you could have answered him however you wanted to. I, said, oh, I felt horrible. That's what I feel like saying to some of the employees and customers sometimes. I'd have to. I'm trying to think. See, that uh, would be where I couldn't like be in that industry. Is if somebody asks like stupid questions like that, I'll just I would have dude, to sit there and bite my tongue and just be like, hmm. I could no. no 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 no. My favorite thing is is I literally am so nice sometimes that I make the person feel absolutely stupid, like or or I like I just I intentionally try to make them feel that way. I know this is horrible. I hope this doesn't get me fired. Um, <laughs> you worked at McDonald's, right? Yeah, I work at I work at McDonald's. Um, but we, uh, I had like my favorite thing is is people are like, what do you got to drink in there? And I'm like, we got Coke, Diet Coke, Sprite, Dr Pepper. Uh, Sierra, or Coke, Diet Coke, Sprite, Dr. Pepper, sweet tea on sweet tea, uh, and water. And they're like, uh, you got lemonade? <laughs> and then I just go, we have Cokes, <laughs> Diet Coke, Sprite, <laughs> Dr. Pepper, sweet tea, unsweet tea, and water. Did you hear lemonade on the <laughs> like I'm like, I didn't say lemonade because we don't have it. Not like I'm hiding the lemonade from you. <laughs> no, that's play. my lemonade, not your <laughs> lemonade. Uh, oh my gosh. That's that's one of my favorite things. I have to oh my gosh. I'd have to say uh a couple a couple of times that I, I like having fun with customers. Um so on the breakfast menu, the number one is a sausage and cheese croissant meal. Number two is bacon, egg, and cheese croissant meal. And the number four is the ham, egg, and cheese croissant meal. But people just don't – they don't look at the menu. No. Like, they really don't. And, and it's its just absolutely ridiculous sometimes the way people just ignore the giant menus out there. <laughs> so they'll order like – they'll be like, I want a number one, but I want ham on it. I'm like, so you want sausage, ham, egg, and cheese? Like, no, I want ham instead of sausage. I'm like, okay, so you want a number four? And I say it just like that. And they're like <laughs> – the best is whenever and they're then like, they read and it's like oh. because because they like talk to us like we're rude like we don't understand what they're asking and right. it's like no you just don't know how to read the menu or my favorite okay favorite stupid question i got asked do you guys still have whoppers <laughs> i like, shit you know ma'am we that, do not we have big macs now would you like, still like on, to place an order <laughs> on the side of my building in glowing neon lights that light up every night and a big sign that you can see during the day that says home of the whopper 
It's absolutely insane. Or uh, so at the store uh, that I'm at now, across the street, literally like across a super busy intersection is uh, diagonally is McDonald's. Well, about two years ago, the McDonald's closed for remodel. That means that that Burger King got destroyed. So they pulled me out of my store and brought me over there to help with the fact that they're going to get killed for like a month and a half. So we had one guy came in one time and just the one thing that drives me nuts with customers is when they all think they're just like the wittiest person in the world. Right. And it's funny cause I'm that customer too, <laughs> but I hate, I hate it, but I do it and I have to like apologize. I'm like, I know I'm sorry. So this guy comes in, he's like, what do I have to do to get a big Mac? So, and I looked him straight face dead in the eye. I said, walk across that super busy intersection, break into that McDonald's, turn on the grill and start cooking. And he just looked at me like he couldn't believe I said that. I, I couldn't believe I said it either. But he ended up ordering, never had a problem, never had a complaint out of him. Uh, uh, that's, that's, or the guy's like, what can I get for you today? A million dollars? Like, oh, dude. One time I had a guy say it and I just, I was not happy that day. I literally turned to the guys in the kitchen. I said, Guys, this guy up here just said the funniest thing. I said he I asked him what he wanted and he said a million dollars. I said that was great. And all the guys in the back knew what I was doing and started laughing and like hitting stuff like that. Like belly laughing. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, the guy was just beat red. I felt bad afterwards, but I felt good doing it. <laughs> uh, the oh uh, another favorite question. So we're trained to upsell, right? That's, you know, the whole reason I'm being in business is to make money. So we constantly want you to spend more of your money because the more money you spend, the more money I make. That makes me happy. Um, so I, my favorite thing is, is people are like, I want a Whopper. I'm like, do you want that in the combo? And they're like, what comes with that? Like, since the beginning of fast food time, a combo at a burger place comes with fries and a drink. <laughs> Since the beginning of time. Like, I understand we're not McDonald's and we're Burger King, but, but you know you're, at least you know you're getting a side and a drink. Like, right. piece it together. We literally have pictures on the menu. Or, oh, here's a fun one. So if you've never worked in fast food, it's hard to understand how hard it is to hear on the headsets because those headsets pick up weird frequencies. They pick up engines very well, especially if there's like a car driving by. The nearest street from my, uh, the nearest place where someone will drive from my speaker box is probably uh, 40 yards away. There's a there's like a four lane highway forty yards away from my speaker box. That's a pretty decent distance away, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if a car revs their engine loud, we can't hear anything except for that engine. That frequency just gets picked up by that mic. If Scott was on, he would be able to tell you the science behind it. But all I'm just saying is, car engine loud hurt you. <laughs> so the best part is is whenever you've got someone who speaks softly and. It's hard for us to say, like, we want to say, like, speak up. If I ask you five million times, what did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Mm-hmm. You, got, you, need, you probably need to talk louder. The best is whenever we're like, can you speak up? We can't hear you. And then they start screaming. Like, there's no in between. Right. Like, like, like uh, Jana only speaks at a one or a 12. That's it. There's like, I want, I want chicken nuggets. I want chicken nuggets. I want the chicken nuggets. And you're like, what the heck just happened? <laughs> like, why would you do that? Right. That's, that's fun too. I could go on all day. <laughs> maybe, um, maybe we'll do like part two, like part two. Just everyone sits by the fire. We'll do a Christmas episode. Oh yes. <laughs> that's it. We're just going to record me sitting by a fire in a rocking chair, telling stories. Of, Actually of do horrible. a video of this. Okay, so to wrap it up, uh, another yeah, rant. Up. Uh, do we need another free U2 album for Apple Oh, users? gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Is that happening? I wish. No, we don't need another free U2 about U2. I don't know. Didn't you? What was the album that you said that you liked by U2 that like people were like, that wasn't that popular? Was that you? 
Um, possibly because I did not mind uh, Songs of Innocence, which was the Is one that... that was pushed out to everybody's phone that had an iPhone. It wasn't horrible. What was the Johnny Ramone song? That uh, that it... was Song of Innocence. Yeah, I like that song. That was pretty cool. So see, um, we do need another one. No, we don't. <laughs> if I wake up and I see... The, who was it? Was that Adam hugging someone? Or what was that? Adam hugging his son. Oh, yeah. It did not look like his son. It looked it looked more awkward than that. I'm going to pull it up really quick because I want to... <laughs> everyone pull up your iPhone and just, yeah, just, ask, just for, ask, for, ask for you too. Um... Okay. Yeah. How old is his son? His son looks like 24. Uh, if I had to guess, 20s, because I think all of Bono's and the Edge children are 20s or 30s. That was 2014? Yep. Oh, no. It's The Miracle of Joey Ramone was the song I liked. That's the first song on it. 2000, that was five years ago that they did that to us? Wow. All right. That was an interesting rant there, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of a weird. Were you just sitting around thinking about like what U two stuff you should? Actually, to? yeah, I was uh, putting my room, my office back together, and realized I'm missing ten out of fourteen record albums. And uh, today I was listening to them again. And I was like, "Ooh, we need another free U two album." Just because? No, we don't. <laughs> I disagree. All right. Well. That was uh, that was fun. Me ranting about stupid stuff. We might have to come back to that. All right. Uh, so thanks for joining us. Uh, check out our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash The Effects Loop. Uh, also, you can uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Join our Facebook group, Facebook.com/slash/group/slash The Effects Loop. Also, follow us on Instagram at The Effects Loop. And uh, big shout out once again to Westminster Effects. For sponsoring this episode, go check them out, WestminsterFX.com. A lot of cool stuff. They've got nose pedal stuff. So if you're looking for utility pedals, uh, that's a great company to get get it from. And then you've also got amazing effects pedals going on at uh, Westminster Effects. So check them out, and we will talk to you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Sounded so angry. Bye. <laughs> get out of here. Get off. Get off my lawn. Get off my podcast. Get off my podcast. <laughs>